So this morning I'd like to talk a little bit about the knowing quality of the mind. That would fall into the third foundation of mindfulness. So there's you know this countless mind objects which can be known, you know, anything, any thought, any smell, taste, touch, sight and sound. That's the six different objects, you know, which can arise and cease in the mind. And there's that which knows those objects. And, you know, when we are practicing in the first foundation of mindfulness, for example, we are knowing the body parts, we are knowing the experience of the elements. That's what we are practicing in the first foundation. When we are practicing the second foundation, we knowing if there is pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral feeling. All of those are objects and they have a beginning, a middle, and an end. They rise and cease. But that which knows the objects is always there. And we can recognize it. It's just sometimes we are distracted and we are not you know, not mindful, not aware of our experience, but as soon as we remember, the knowing is there effortlessly. It's not something we have to make happen. We just need to recognize. And this, you know, this uh, quality of knowing, this awareness, we can be aware of that. And that sounds all like a bit heady, but the experience itself is utterly simple, and because of that, it's kind of a bit tricky to communicate. And uh, we have learned a trick from our teacher, Archon Sumedo, and I'd just like to you know, make you familiar with that. And he was you know, um, pointing out this knowing quality of the mind by you know, instructing us to listen to the silence. Just simply, you know, listening to the silence in this room, which is behind all sounds, you know, behind the sound of my voice, there is the silence. And the sound of my voice arises out of the silence and goes back into the silence. And it's kind of a paradox, you know, listening to the silence, but you know, practice is, in many ways, a very paradox task. So listening to the silence. When we listen to the silence, the mind opens up wide. And the silence doesn't end at the walls of this room. The silence goes on limitless. And we know, you know, at the, this point in time, the universe is expanding. So that's 
limitless space is growing every moment. And there's this vast, vast silence. And you're turning the mind towards the silence. And then you know, the mind might contract around an object again and you know think about me leaving tomorrow or me having eaten too much breakfast and all of those things. And then as soon as you recognize that thought, that you know, gripping onto the thought, just come back to listening to the silence. And at that moment the thought just drops. That's a letting go. So, you know, we can't contract around an object just like a thought and listening to the silence at the same time. We can't do that. If we listen to the silence, we can't contract. And then we might, you know, not be able to stay long with that listening. But then as soon as we become aware of the contraction, we, we just come back to it. And that's the practice. Just this repeated letting go of habitual modes of thinking and coming back to the spaciousness, the silence, paying attention to that we normally don't pay attention to because it's, it's not kind of captivating enough. But it's an acquired taste, one can get familiar with that spaciousness, with that lightness and, and freshness. As uh, Amadana Santi yesterday said, you know, we are not used to paying attention to space, we pay attention to things in space. In space and silence, They are kind of a similar quality, intangible, but nevertheless always accessible, every moment, everywhere. So I can hear, I can hear the sound of the heating a little bit, I can hear the birds a little bit, Behind all of that is the silence. And then sometimes people experience a certain kind of vibration when they are listening to the silence. Either they can hear a high-pitched sound or they can uh, have this visual experience of vibration. can be also helpful as a support for this practice. And if you feel a little bit drowsy, you could just open your eyes. 
that can also help you know to bring more space because this is especially huge room here that can also help to open the mind or sometimes just gazing at the sky when we do this kind of practice can help There's some Tibetan practices speaking about, you know, throwing your gaze into the sky and leaving it there, if you can. So whenever the mind, you know, contracts again, just coming back to opening, listening to the silence, It's a glimpse of, quote unquote, the goal of the practice. The mind which is wide, spacious and open and still not conditioned by anything. It's like the sky on a cloudless day. And then if a little cloud passes by, just let it go by. Like on the street, you know, walking down the street and seeing somebody saying hi and keep on walking. Just noticing the cloud. And staying with the sky. Staying with the silence. And all the other practices that we have been speaking about over this week, they are all skillful means, you know, to train the mind so that man can stay in that spaciousness. They are all skillful means you know, to decondition habitual patterns of identification and you know, greed, hatred and delusion. So being aware of the knowing so if you want to you know see it as a, as a progression of the teaching which we have been offering is like all of those different methods they are like different tools in a toolbox and and the practice of you know being the knowing is the toolbox itself which contains all of the different tools.
So any moment, there's no thought in the mind. The mind is just wide open like the sky. A silence. That's like a temporary you know, taste of liberation. And the mind of a, a realized being would be permanently in that experience, in that state, that realization. And for us, we can taste it every moment if the mind is open like this. So we all can do it. It's a natural ability we all have. And if we wouldn't have those moments frequently actually during the day, we would actually go crazy probably, being completely constantly caught in thinking that we are not aware of it, that we do have those moments, but we can train ourselves to become more aware of it and strengthen this capacity and familiarize ourselves with that experience and rest in it more often. So being aware of awareness, being aware of the silence in the room, the space, And if the mind gets very distracted, if it's just not a short high when you go down the street, but if you get kind of sucked into a coffee shop sitting down and having two hours conversation, then it's important to just look, you know, what is underneath. Looking at the mood of the mind, what is there, is it greed? Is it aversion or is it just distraction, delusion? And looking underneath that again, 